Red? Solid red. It's solid red. Solid red. I'm gonna be honest, I almost went into a woman's restroom to defy gender norms today. Did you? No, I did not. You back down? I'm, I'm still a little uh, scared of certain things. Um, it is normal tradition to start these puppies with a Diet Coke. I did give you one. I don't know if you want to drink it, but are you not, ready? Not a soda guy, but I can always I can always pop a top with the boys. What a homie. One, two, three. Hey. I did bring a cup with ice because I like to be sophisticated. More of a water guy. Fair enough. All right. Jeez. Uh, got a little too excited. All right. Before we go anywhere, I'm going to do a little bit of a monologue here. Uh, this is the 18th episode, I do believe. We're flying through these. This is March 3rd. We're going to upload this, I believe, this Sunday. That way, I have something to put out this weekend. I don't know if I'm going to do like a regular uploading schedule where I do everything on the weekends. But I figure if I become more regular, it might help uh, spread things out. I don't want to have everything like top-heavy or in one place. But uh, first off, I'd like to thank you all for coming back. This is the 17th episode, or 18th episode. It's, it's a number. It's okay. Counting's hard. Yes, strongly agree. Uh, I got a friend of mine here. He is a UIS student, also a UIS athlete, so I am in the presence of uh, somebody that is physically talented, something I've never been so much so myself, but I think it'll be a fun podcast. Um, he's been on one that has never aired, I've been told, so this will be interesting. Uh, please welcome my friend Adam Robson. How Thank are you? Good, uh, how are you? I am hanging in there. My head's a little, a little bit everywhere. We had a hard time with getting the audio right. I think we did good on this, though. Uh, it looks all right. Does it look good? Did it sound good to you? Yeah, when you got it in both earbuds, yeah. All right, strongly agree. Playing through one made me feel kind of awkward, but it is what it is. It's okay. Adam, how old are you? I'm 18 years old. Are you a virgin? No. Okay. As we digress. Jeez, right off the bat, <laughs> That's tough okay. questions. I was about to ask that to Dr. Klingsherm, but... I, that would have been a bold move. I know, I'm not that bold, so it, it is what it is. But uh, how you liking UIS so far? I like it a lot. Really? Yeah. I was not one of my uh, initial picks, but it grew on me over the, over the visits I took. What was your initial pick? I was sitting mainly uh, Purdue. That was a big Ooh. one. Uh, SLU, because I am from St. Louis. And then Missouri S&T was another one that was on my list. I gotcha. Uh, where in St. Louis, if I may ask? Where I was from? Yes. I'm from right outside a suburb called Waterloo. Waterloo? Okay. You've never heard of it. 618 represents. 618 gang gang. Hot diggity. That's my yeah. man's. Carbondale, right? Yep. Nope, Carbondale Murphy's bro. I did not have the pleasure of going to school in the Dirty Dale, but I lived in not the, Dirty the Dirty Dale. Dale. The Dirty Dale it was. S I U C. Mm hmm. Represent. That boy is starting to tank, I'm not going to lie. I think both of them are. I don't the one's not doing too good either. Really? I think so. Dang, that's depressing. But I actually read an article in, I think, the journal or something up here that. SIU wants to buy, like, property in Springfield and make an SIU. Well, there's a lot of SIUE, uh, what is it, medical stuff? There's a lot of billboards around that, around town that I've seen, or at least on the way up from Waterloo. Yeah. I've seen a lot of billboards for those. I saw something in downtown Springfield, like SIU Medicine. I don't know if that's connected. I'd imagine that Might is. Be. I think it would be. I don't think they could have the same name and not be connected. That'd be a little awkward, wouldn't it? Probably some legal, legal trouble there. <laughs> All right. So... You said Purdue, SLU. Like, do you miss St. Louis at all, if I may ask? Uh, I think, honest, I don't miss Waterloo as much as I miss the big city of St. Louis. Uh -huh. Going back on break, I went to uh, downtown probably more than I ever have over the 17 or so, 18 or so years I've lived at home. I got you. But, uh, yeah, I miss the city. It's nice. I mean, downtown Springfield's big, but... It's not as big as St. Louis. I strongly agree. Um, I have some family in St. Louis, so I am familiar with the city. But uh, actually, my first choice of school would have been going to St. Louis. I wanted to go to Wash U. Wash U? Definitely did not happen, as you can see. But yeah. that's, that's first outdoor meet this year is at Wash U. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Dang, that's exciting. Uh, three or four weeks, I think. You run track and cross country, correct? Yes, I do. Indoor and outdoor. So you're a distance track runner. Yes. Uh, you run... 3K, 5K. I got gotcha. you. That's how many miles, if you had to guess? 5K is 3.1 miles. All right, and the 3K is like a little, so a little bit under two. Okay, that's reasonable. And how many miles do you think you're on a week, if you had to guess? 
Right now, I know for a fact this week I've ran 49. Mm. Would have been higher, got a little sick on one of the days this week. Food poisoning. From what? Uh, I'm pretty sure they undercooked my chicken. At the my, Union? In my chicken quesadilla at the Union. Oh, how dare they? Happens to the best of us. I'm they poisoned like, me last semester, too. Are you serious? It wasn't, it was the, it was Starbucks. They had this, you might be familiar with something called the eggnog frappuccino. Uh-huh. Uh, that eggnog was far past its expiration date. That's a shame. I know. Well, I'm glad that you're here with us now. I'm glad I made it. I'm going to be honest. I feel like the Union, like, I don't want to bag on their food services because I think they have not some the nice... Best. Yeah, like... Uh, I think it's not a good idea to have just the griddle open later because... In my opinion, I like the carbo loads, so uh, what's the far left one? The gr the World cake? Flavors. World Flavors. That's my personal favorite. That's my go-to. Get a little chicken alfredo with some mushrooms in it, but it's closed later, so. Yes, I do think that is whack. So, I got to ask, since you came to college and you're an athlete, yeah. was like being able to run in college a, like a major factor in you coming? It was. When I first started looking at colleges, I don't think it factored in as much. I was looking more to be a aerospace engineer. That's a big word. I know. But, uh, I don't know, something senior year made me switch, and when I switched to computer science, I wanted running to be a big part of it. So, you I wanted to make sure that I could run. Okay, so you want to run after college, you think? Yeah. That's. I gave a speech in uh, my comm class about this. Not... It was uh, your artifact, mine was the running shoe, and I said I thought it would be pointless for me to run 11 years by the end of college and then just give it all up. That's an interesting thing. I know a lot of people give up their sports after I know. college. I don't see how. Yeah. I like to keep running until my body says no. That's so. impressive. You're pretty passionate about it then. I did the beginning of the year, so we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah, you hurt yourself. Would you like to elaborate? Because I uh, did not I understand. I called a stress fracture. Uh-huh. So when you... Overuse something, I guess it could be called. It's not a break, but it's getting there. So in the x-rays and stuff, you can see like a little splint going on the leg. It's big sad. Got in the boot for a long time. Got it the first week before we moved in. Athletes move in a lot earlier than normal students. I think a week or two before. And then I was in it for a long time. Got out of it for three or four weeks and right back into it again. Another stress fracture. Was in the same leg? Same leg, same spot. That sucks. Yeah. I, I, I'm back now. <laughs> Doing better, hopefully. Hopefully no more. Yeah, I would hope so. I do like your scooter, though. I think that is kind of cool. Scoots? Is that uh, what you call it? Scoots the scooter. He's turned into my laundry uh, carrier now, I guess. It's you, laundry day. You put the basket on the edge, and you scoot on down the laundry room. You get to keep that thing? I bought it. Oh, you bought it? I didn't buy it. My dad bought it, but it's mine. I got you. I got the boot in my car, too. Interesting. If you ever need one. Well, thank you. No problem. So, did your parents encourage you to run in college, I'm assuming? Uh, they wanted me to do whatever I wanted to do to make myself happy. They didn't want me to go into college and hate it, and if something was the problem, like, let's just say, for example, if running was the reason I wasn't enjoying it, then they'd want me to stop, but they've always been for whatever I want to do. They've been behind whatever I've tried to do, so. That's nice. I will say you are a smart boy. You're in the honors program, so you at least have... surprised a lot of people, apparently, or so I'm told. Really? Yes. That surprises me. I'm going to be honest. Uh, at first, I think a lot of athletes, I'm not saying all athletes are dumb by any means, but I think there's always that stereotype that they're a jock isn't that, that they're smart. They're idiots, yeah. That being I said. so much cross-country running, though. Usually football, baseball. Yeah, I agree. But there's some smart players out there. That, too. But you, I don't want to say you have a pragmatic air about you, but I feel like you're definitely smart and you're very practical. I always get I that vibe from that. you. I could see that. That I think that? I could see how someone would think that of me. Yes. I don't think that's a bad thing by any means. I don't think so. I like to be practical. I don't like to think things are too out there. I like to bring them down to earth. There you go. That is an interesting way to put it, but I'll take it. I believe in science. So did the honors program help you come here to UIS? Not really. It's kind of like a secondary thing? Yeah. Just like more scholarship money? More scholarship money. I guess I'll go here. I guess, I guess I'll take it. Do you think you're going to be here all four years? As of now, yeah. But who knows? Is what happened down the line. I say a lot of people think that way. And to be honest, I probably get that way myself a couple times. But again, gotta take things how they happen. Strongly agree. So, what do you say you're passionate about running? I just like when I'm running, especially with the team, I just feel like I should be there. Like I belong there. I enjoy it. It's fun. I know a lot of people go out there and think, oh, running's horrible. Mm -hmm. It's not fun, but I think the opposite. You get to run every morning, I get to wake up at 6 30, crack of dawn classic great day i get to put on my leggings and my shirt 
first thing foremost, you look at your phone, you see what the temperature is going to be like. And uh, past months now, usually negatives. That's rough. So you throw on your clothes and you go out. And then at 7 o'clock, your coaches come out and give you a little pep talk and tell you what's going to happen. And then you go run seven or eight miles with the boys and have a good old time. That's pretty wild. So, like you said, it gives you a sense of belonging. Yeah. Did you get that feeling whenever you were in high school? Not so much. I think the difference between a high school team and a college team is very noticeable. In high school, I was more centered on myself. Not even in a bad way, it's just like everyone's kind of running on their own. They're doing their own thing, especially when track came around because that's more of an individual sport. Yeah. Now in college, I mean, cross country, our coaches really stress the team aspect of it. And in track, I saw myself being more of a team player as well. I gotcha. So, whenever, do you have a preference over cross country or track, by the way? I prefer track. Do you? Yes. I gotcha. I prefer indoor track. Really? Is there like a major difference to you? Is it just like the temperature uh, outside? Well, indoor track's 200 meters long. Outdoor track's 400 meters. Mm-hmm. So I like the shorter track, I guess, makes it seem less to me. And then I just like indoor because I'm not a big fan of Mother Nature. I gotcha. That is interesting. Although you do get some, some bad coughs from indoor. It's very dry. Or it can be. Okay. And then after a race, you're feeling kind of bad. That makes sense. Um, whenever you ran track, you're in the high school. Yeah. I'm assuming you ran the 1600 and the 3200. Of course. I got you. Plus, you were looking at my senior year, and then I did the 4 by 8 You did the 4 by 8 Fourth at state, senior year, 4 by 8 Oh, dang. That's a Waterloo 4 by 8 Never forget. One time. That's pretty wild. How was that? It was good. Uh, my senior year is when I really started to see how running could be like a big deal for me. I went to state in cross country, got 49th, 2A overall, and then... Uh, Somehow my coach saw that we had a 4 by 8 team together, so me and Caden Kirkham, if you know who that is, he also goes here, and uh, Jackson McAllister and Eli Ward, shout out to Waterloo, we uh, made a 4 by 8 That's pretty cool, actually. Set some school records, so can't be too upset with that. I, I'd be pretty satisfied. So would your favorite events be the 3200 and the 1600 if you had to go back to high school track, would you say? I don't think so. Would it be the 4 I think by it would be the 4 by 8 Really? As much as I hate... When you're on that 4 by 8 it's a different feeling. Uh, I never believed before I ran the 4 by 8 that the 800 was con- one of the hardest events, but it is. I mean, it's an all-out the whole time. Yeah. 16, 32, 3K, 5K. You know, I'm thinking ahead. Usually it's like I just got to last a couple more laps and then I can kick it in, start uh-huh. going here. But that 800, you're going the whole time. Two full laps of sprinting. Two laps and nothing but sprinting. That blows horse cock if you ask me. It does. Trust me, when I broke two at my state, I broke two for the first time barely. Highly debated if I broke two. But from what I can tell, I broke two. Uh, I threw up a lot on that one. I I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, Your boys. Always always a vomit comment after a race, if you know what I mean. Did you? Oh, I threw up after every race. Damn. That means you went pretty hard, though. I mean, it felt great to finish the race and hand the baton off to whoever's next, but as soon as I hand it off, I'm like, I just got to sit here for 10 minutes, throw up, and then I'll be good. Like how you gotta, many- You got to throw up while you're running, just throw up. You'll feel so much better when you're done. Really? It's like that. As soon as you throw up, you feel a thousand times better. That is interesting. I've never heard somebody quantify that to me. I never had the... I mean, if you're sick and you throw up, you might not feel better, but if you're going to throw up from running, from all-out sprinting, just throw up. It makes it a lot easier. There you go. That is a tip for all the young runners out there. If you ever need tips, <laughs> you know where to come. 301 Lincoln. Lincoln Residence Hall. Fair enough. So do you think you want to be a coach after college, or you want to continue? I don't know if I want to be a coach, but I definitely want to encourage other people to run. I think my coaches now and my coaches in high school are the biggest reasons I'm a success and the big, biggest reason I've kept with it. It's probably my high school coach. Uh, I didn't believe in myself a lot. My first year running in uh, high school, I didn't mm-hmm. even do cross country. I did soccer. I was that kid. And then I did uh, track that year, and I was okay. And my high school coach was like, "You should really do uh, cross country because he was the cross country and the track coach." And I did. Uh, my first race of cross country, I ran 1954 for a three mile, which is not good. Okay. But then I said, "You know what? Let's be somewhat athletic." And then the very next race, I ran 1654, which is three oh my god. So I was like, "Okay, I might be." Have something here. You know, I, I strongly agree. You had training something. and training and made it state. That was the goal. You did a three-minute difference. Three-minute difference in one race. That is hella impressive. I don't know how I did that. 
Oh, did you practice a lot out home? Or I mean, it was a week of just more practice, and I'd practice all. I'd practice that whole summer for cross country, and even in, as soon as the school year started, we started school August, and the first meet wasn't probably late September or October. And I ran 19 minutes, and I was like, oh, boy, I'm going to have to hear this from all my teammates. I'm going to have to deal with being the slow one forever. And then next race, I was like, I'm now the third or fourth fastest on the team. So I don't know what happened. It's crazy. Anything can happen, though. Yeah. So should never stop. That's pretty cool, if you ask me. Not everybody can say they made a three-minute difference in the second race. I know. Um, how big was the Waterloo team, you think? It's never been that big. I mean, uh... My senior year, I think we had, like, maybe 11 guys, and, like, we had, Waterloo always had more girls on than guys on the cross-country team, and then track, maybe 30 or 40, 50 even, 60 be pushing it, but I got you. there. And they'd fade off, like, we have some people there for the first week, and then they'd quit after a week or two. Mm-hmm. Just wasn't for them, I guess. I think you know much more about this than I do, but I think it's an interesting concept. A lot of people see running as, like, a solitary thing that you do. What do you mean by that? Like, a lot of people, what they like to do is they like to wake up, be by themselves, go for a run, and yeah. then face the rest of the day. Mm, I did that today. I ran my 11 miles by myself. Yes, but you also said earlier that you like the idea of being with the boys, yeah. running, putting in work, being I like a part being of a with team. the boys, but... So today, the reason was, if you're every day after practice, we go to breakfast together, we hang out as long as we can before we got to go to class, and it takes a lot of time. Today, I just wanted to run, start working on some homework. So okay. I got up early, ran, ate, went back to the room, worked on some homework, took a nap, woke back up, finished more homework, stuff like that. You really got to plan your day out. Every night, I usually sit in bed before I go to sleep and plan my next day out. So really? I can, so I have an idea of what I'm going to do. Like last night, I was sitting in bed at 11 p.m., and I was thinking, like, okay, if I get up at eight o'clock i can immediately go out and run and i can come back for a little bit and then the union will be open because the weekend doesn't open until like 10 30 11 30 whatever it is uh-huh. i can go eat and i can come back do some homework till two go to bed wake up and go to study hall at five or six i think it went today and then i went at eight and then i came here so i like to plan it out i like to have a schedule so i know what i'm gonna do, do at the th- same time i like out of nowhere activities like somebody wants to, you want to go to the mall i'll be like sure you like spontaneity every once yes, in a while. Yes, I do. That's all right. I think it's interesting that you have your day plan yeah. whenever you go to bed. I don't think a lot of people do that. but No, they do not. And I don't write it down either. I just put in the good old noggin going the next day. Do you think that's because you're an athlete, or you think it's the way you I think raised? It's just the way I work. I don't know. Interesting. I know a lot of people on my team do that. I know, shout out to Blake Jones. I said I'd shout him out. I but uh, he likes to plan his day out, too. He does a lot. He goes to the Y. He goes to track it late. He does a lot of swimming, biking, stuff like that. Uh-huh. So he plans his day out ahead of himself, I'm sure. As Blake, he runs on the He tr- runs on our team, yeah. He, he got the, the GLVC. 5K champion. That's pretty dope. So there was something I wanted to ask you about, like your sleep schedule. Yeah. Oh, it's fucked up. That's what yeah, I was curious about. It's destroyed. Like, how much sleep do you think you get on average? Do you get enough sleep to function? I'd say a good. En- I'd say if I get six hours, I'm doing amazing. Are you serious? If I get six hours, I'm like, holy cow! I can't believe that. I'd say on average we're looking three to four. Good night, five. Wow. Because I get homework and I do it, but like sometimes it's just tedious and like a lot. Like you got a ten-page paper. I mean, that's you. Even if you're just half-assing it you're still gonna take a while to put out 10 pages and i don't half-ass my stuff so obviously i'm gonna take a little bit i'm gonna take longer so if you're up till two and you got practice the next day at seven you're just like oh well i gotta get up in four hours it's just how life is that's how it's gonna be you don't sit there something i've learned a lot and i think that's really important is you don't you shouldn't sit there and be like oh why is this happening to me you should just be like oh this is happening how am i gonna get through it let's just go do it go to work i think that's a good outlook like, do you think your health suffers from not getting enough sleep by any means? I don't think so. I think it could over a long time, but right now I feel fine. I mean, I didn't get a lot of sleep in high school either. I'd say high school, the normal was six hours. Eight hours would be a good time. And then college would move down to four hours being the normal. Six being a good good night. Damn. Do you think most athletes are like that, or you think it's just because you operate the way you do? I think there's. I think it also has to do that I don't. I already know I don't have the best time management skills. As much as I like to think when it comes to homework, I like to procrastinate. I mean, I had a five-page paper tonight. Instead, I watched a 52-minute video on the saddest punt in NFL history. Classic. So I mean, I I did finish that paper today, by the way. I have not. Thank God I got to move back today. Yes, I Otherwise, agree. I'd be in trouble. How close are you to being done, you think? I have five pages. Well, that's pretty good. Like, 
Is it supposed to be six pages? Six, but I'm looking at probably nine or ten. Really? I have a one paragraph that is four pages. Wow. It's the history. I'm doing the economic collapse of Greece. Okay. Very rich backstory about why they're dumb. <laughs> okay. Let's just say this. Greece decided not to get economical on you, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Greece decided to join the, to adopt the euro, which yes. you needed to have a really, like, you needed a below a 3% inflation, like below 5% GDP to debt ratio. And they had like a 5% inflation rate and a 60% GDP to debt ratio. So already they weren't looking good. Uh-huh. They adopted that, which tanked their economy. And then they hosted the Olympics for no reason. So there goes more money. And then they started taking buyouts. Just not smart. Uh-huh. So now I think they're finally supposedly stable, but they owe the EU $380 billion. And they're like 130% debt to GDP ratio and inflation's through the roof, so. That's kind of not good. No, it's interesting though if you read up on it. I recommend it. Or you can read my paper when it's done if you'd like. I gotcha. It's impressive that you're gonna have nine pages. I'm gonna be honest, I capped out at five and I barely <laughs> I mean, got Usually the... I do, but I started writing about the history. It's like, oh my goodness, this takes forever. Yeah, I was kind of freaking out today because I saw that. It... Like, I thought that it had to be a six page paper, but I looked and it has to be 1,500 words. Guess how many words I had? About 1,500. 1,568. That's what I don't get. There was one paper in high school where, like, the word count and the page count were so off. Uh-huh. Like, I, it was, like, five pages, and it was, like, a 1,000 words. I was on page three, and I had 1,000. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Yeah, I hate it whenever they have both. I wish they would just pick one, pick or, the one or the other. At least have them equal. Uh-huh. Like, don't make it to where if it's a 1,000 words, I'm done on page three, but you want five pages. Yes, I agree. But, I don't know. College is dumb when it comes to that kind of thing. <laughs> Some of the stuff. Yeah. I think college is a lot better in some areas, but some areas it could also use some help. I like the whole idea of freedom still. Freedom's a good thing. I don't like I don't like how the honors program makes our classes like set for us, but Oh, oceanography. You wanna Oceanography. <laughs> I don't it's an interesting class some days, but other days it's just another class I have to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, for people that don't know what we're talking about, uh, we have question courses here at UIS. Who am I? How do I know? What is power? Mm-hmm. What is, what's the last one? What is What is good? What is good? That's it. And uh, we are in our current how do I know, and it's questioning how we know things. And All related to the ocean. Yes. Our theme is the ocean, and sadly, I'd what say... What are you doing we, your final paper on, if, I, if you don't mind me asking? The Life of Pi. <laughs> I'm doing it on Blackbeard. Really? The pirate. That sounds interesting. So gotta think of something that's interesting so I didn't lose my mind while I was trying to write it. I'm gonna wind up watching the movie three or four times before oh, the semester ends. I, if I had to guess, play uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag and we can all learn all about Blackbeard. Actually, yes, that does make sense. But um, or a movie. I'm a big movie guy. I like movies. Do you? Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Mission Impossible, Fallout, the latest one. It's I impressive movie. I have yet to see them. Are you kidding? I'm bad with the cinema. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I, I could help you out. I, I'm gonna be honest. I do have a favorite movie, but I think what it's, is it? It's kind of questionable now. Since what the, is it? I'm gonna preface this so I don't sound like a bad person. Uh, the actor was not really. You didn't know that he wasn't the greatest human being before. Is it Kevin Spacey? Yes. <laughs> My How favorite, did I know? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite movie is American Beauty. I don't know if you ever seen it, but it is a very riveting story. What's your story. favorite Kevin Spacey movie? It's my favorite movie of all time. What's your favorite Kevin Spacey movie? My favorite Kevin Spacey movie. Um, I mean, for me, it's obvious. No. Might not be. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, like the one I like, uh, The Unusual Suspects. Yep, that's hey. it. Hey, I love that movie. There you go. Kaiser Soze. What guy? He's a really good actor, but it's, it's a shame they. You see, they're trying to relaunch his career. Did you see that the videos that you're talking yeah. about? I thought that was kind of wild. Yeah, it's like I don't think you can dig yourself out of this hole, Kevin. No, nah, I don't I think, think, you're, no. <laughs> think you're down there. I think you're digging it deeper already. Yeah, I think some sort of new allegation came out the same day. Oh, I'm sure something has Hollywood and all that. Like, uh, I love Mission Impossible, but I I love Tom Cruise as acting. Uh-huh. I don't love his personal life. Like Scientology, Scientology and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that out of there. But as long as you're making good movies, you can go ahead. I mean, what is it? Mission Impossible is like the only movie series where the movies get, in my opinion, better every time. Really? First one was okay. First one's good. It's like spy espionage stuff. There's a lot of, like, double twists. And then the second one was bad. John Woo directed it. If 
you know who that is, you mm -hmm. know he loves slow motion. It just ruined the movie. That's a shame. Every time they throw a punch, and it's like, slow motion. It's like, oh, that's so bad. But then uh, I think that's when they started ramping up the stunts. Like they uh, they put a knife on his eye for a battle, but like the knife's actually there, and like there's just a string holding it up, and they told him to put all the weight on it, so it's like right above his eye, oh. and it's just to make it realistic. And then the third one, like relaunched the series. That's the one where he runs like everywhere a lot. <laughs> Like, every single shot just him running, like, down huge streets. I think he ran down the side of, like, a sloped roof of a skyscraper on that one. And then the fourth one comes out, and they just get ridiculous. That's where he hung on the outside of the tallest building in the world. Uh, the Burj Khalifa? Yeah. I gotcha. And then the fifth one, he hung on the outside of a jet that took off, which is just, like, ridiculous. And then the fifth one, or the newest one, the sixth one, he hangs onto a helicopter and falls down it. Like, the helicopter's flying, he's on a rope that's below it, and he drops, and he, like, catches himself at the end. And then he broke his ankle on a jump between two buildings. Tom Cruise is an interesting person. Tom Cruise's movies are, hey, you want to go watch how he's going to kill himself this time, or come that close to this time? It's ridiculous. Yeah, there's a reoccurring pattern, I do believe. There's some good, have you seen uh, the movie called The Prestige? No, I have not. That is a great movie. What is it about? It's magicians. Magicians. Possibly one of the best twist endings I've ever, I've ever seen. Is Tom Cruise in it? No. Oh. It's got Christian Bale, Hugh Jackman, Michael Caine. Okay. David Bowie. Really? Rest in peace. Was it? It's not a recent movie, then, uh, I'm assuming. It's like 2007, 8, somewhere in there. Early 2000s. I gotcha. You're an interesting person, Adam, I will say that. Thank you. But in a good way, yes. Thank you. Um, I, I am going to ask you a couple more questions about uh, your academics. Uh, you said something about your major in computer science. Yes. Uh, why is that? I know you said aerospace engineer, I think, earlier. Yeah. But uh, I, just, I don't know. I, just, I think it's always the thing where, like, growing up, a lot of the time, I think the most common thing my father ever said to me when I'm growing up was, like, why don't you put as much effort into playing video games or something like that as you do as you do that or like why don't you put as much effort into this as you do video games or something like that it's like well if that's what you've been saying my whole life maybe that's where I should go so maybe I should look into something like that and I thought computer science would be a good career into it I love it yeah. I've had two classes I think I'm learning a lot I think the computer science uh, courses here are really good interesting so like you want like for a career, would you yeah. be a game designer or something like that? Something like that. I definitely want to go into a profession that has computer science in it. Okay. Because similar to running, why would you waste four years on a degree that you're not going to use? You don't like waste. I don't like wasting things. What's right. the point? Fair enough. That's you're why you're drinking that. Why should you just throw it away? Oh, I'm gonna work in the embassy after this. Like, what's the point? I need my degree. Mm-hmm. That explains why you're not wasting that diet coke. I respect I mean, that. You gave it to me. I'm gonna drink it. What, what a man right there. That's a drink of water, too. <laughs> All right. So, say your career, wherever it takes you, would you prefer to stay in Illinois or you want to no. go somewhere? No. I took a trip my senior year. Or not my senior year. When I graduated, my big graduation gift that my parents lovingly got for me mm -hmm. was a trip around Europe. And ever since, I just can't. I want to travel no matter what. Whatever my career is, I don't want to stay here. I want to go out. I don't blame you. My dad works uh, for the government, uh -huh. very secretive job, Really, but he gets to travel a lot, and I think that's something that I would like to do. I think uh, he's gone to Australia, he's gone to Germany, he's gone to South Korea, which I might be going to this uh, year, hopefully. This semester? Not this semester, summer. For like uh My dad would go there to work for a week, and then me and my mom would fly out and stay another week with him, just see the country. Probably not the country, just Seoul, South Korea, the capital. That'd still be pretty cool. Yeah. I bet you're excited, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, travel is just such a big thing. When It opened my eyes when we got out there to Europe. It was so amazing. Yeah. You, you wouldn't believe the stuff. So you see, you go to the Grand Canyon or you go to, like, what is it, Boston, and you see, oh, my God, this is built 200 years ago. I mean, Paul, Paul Revere stood right there. I was like, yeah, but you go to the Gladiators, and they're fighting the death against lines and stuff. I mean, that's nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, the rich history i mean the aqueducts were still up i was like you learn about these in history class for a good chunk of the whole semester it's amazing to see it in real life uh, yeah it's weird to think about so do you think you want to study abroad while you're here at uis then or is that i even already tried to but they never messed me back i tried to go to the england one uh-huh they never messed me back i'd like to though is it because you're a freshman you think I didn't even get a response email. I sent out my application. I put in my essay, and they didn't even respond. They didn't give me a no. I would have liked the, the no email better than no email. I strongly agree. 
Do you think your athletics are going to play a part in you not being able to go? No. I went to Europe. Trip was 22 days. I ran every single day while I was out there. Really? I found time, yeah. In uh, Rome, I got to run in this huge park by the Spanish Steps, by the some huge, beautiful villa, all white. And uh, on one of the roads that you got to run up, it's elevated, so you can look out to the whole city. It was amazing. Paris, I got to run down the Seine River, right by the Eiffel Tower. Got to run by the Louvre, Notre Dame, Eiffel Tower, Champs de say However you say that street name, it was amazing. That is interesting. Great time. So, is there a chance you want to like live abroad and not live here maybe. in the U.S.? I don't know. Maybe Whenever, wherever I live later in life, I'd like to be a big city. Reasonable. I'm thinking like New York or L.A. Probably. Okay. If not like Paris or probably Paris or Rome, uh, those were the two cities I love the most. That'd be pretty dope. Uh, do you plan on having a wife and kids or anything like that? Yeah, I hope to. I got you. I think all of us do, or most of us do at least. I, I will say it's interesting whenever people say they don't like the idea of having children. I feel like it's usually because they had a negative experience or something like that, or yeah. the idea of a spouse. I mean, I think you should take that and, like, change it. Like, whatever happened to you as a kid, just don't do that. Mm-hmm. You had a better childhood for your kid. Strongly agree. I feel like most parents just want to make their kids, uh, in a way, shape, or form, better than themselves. Yeah. Or do better than what happened to them. I think that's one of the biggest that's things. That's what my parents told me. That's what my parents told me. I also think it's ironic that your dad said something like, uh, I wish you'd put that much effort into something like you do with video games. I know my father has used that line on me a couple oh, times. Oh, it's a classic dad line. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's one of the most famous, if I'm being honest. I can't think of one that he said more than that, honestly. There you go. I don't... I guess it's just one of those things, a generational thing, but again, I'd say you're at least using that idea and going in an area that might help you eventually. Yeah. So, is there any other major that you thought about doing before computer science? Besides aerospace engineering, no. I got you. I was pretty set on aerospace engineering when I applied to all my colleges. I put that as my selected major, and then this was the only one. I applied here with a business in mind. Okay. Because I was, I was leaning on business before I like actually sat down and thought about what I wanted to do, and then I settled on aerospace engineering, and then I changed. So when I came here, I had to fill a change of curriculum form. Okay. Because I was still under a business major, not a computer science. I gotcha. So the idea of aerospace engineering, like you wanted to work with NASA or something like that? I was looking more SpaceX. I think the stuff Elon Musk is doing is incredible, honestly. Yeah. That does not surprise me. But for people that don't understand what Elon Musk is doing, would you like to elaborate on that? Uh, which ones? Um, I heard something about a tube under like California. Uh, I'm not too certain on that one, but I know that he wants to make a, something called the Hyperloop, uh, which he made a, a company called the Boring Company to dig a tunnel under California, and they're going to put a train system down there. It's high speed. It's supposed to be pretty good. It's supposed to be getting nice everywhere. I think they're basing off the train system in Europe, which is incredible as well. Got to experience that. That's ridiculous. What is it like? Is it just... It's just like... It's this way of connecting the whole, like, continent that you wouldn't even think of. Like, we took... Uh, when we went from, when we were in Rome, we stayed there a couple of days and we went to Florence. That was a two to three hour train ride mm-hmm. and you're in another big city. And then after Florence, we stayed there one or three or f- two or three days. I can't remember all of it. But, and then we took a sleeper train from Florence, Italy to, uh, I think it was Salzburg, Austria somewhere in Austria and it was like you just go to sleep one day and you're in Italy and you wake up in the next year in Austria I mean that train wasn't even going as fast as it could because you know people are sleeping on it uh-huh. but we took a bullet train from I think Wissembourg France to Paris France which is like Wissembourg's like southwest of the country I would say and then Paris is in the center like more northeast kind of yeah took two hours to go across the whole country that's pretty wild 300 kilometers per hour how fast it was that's, like, in a bullet train, you can stand up and walk around them? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's fast, though. One thing you never think of is when you're going in the trains, when you go underground, your ears pop so fast. Really? Like, in, uh, it's in Italy a lot. When you go under the mountains and the trains, it felt like I was at a cruising altitude in a 777. It pops so quick. It's like, pop, pop, pop. That, that is pretty different. Yeah. It sounds like you've done a lot of things, Adam. I'm not going to lie. I think I have. I've been a lot of places. East Coast, West Coast. Where have you been on the East and the West Coast? San Diego on the East Coast. Uh, and then I was in North and South Carolina. And okay. I've been to Florida, of course. Everyone, I think everyone's been to Florida. A lot of people if you don't fly, Florida. you drive. South Beach or wherever. Orlando. I went to Orlando a lot. 
Disney World? Of course. Uh, Universal Studios. Uh, fair enough. Fair Great enough. Time. Disney till you're like what ten or eleven, then it's usually Universal after that. Yeah. I feel like, been to Costa Rica, I think it was. Oh, you think? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Costa Rica, but it could have been another Mexican country or Mexican city. Okay. Well, how old were you whenever you went there? You think? Uh, I'm gonna say like, oh, maybe after eighth grade. So between eighth grade and freshman year, so thirteen. You remember anything about that trip? I remember, uh, if you know what the you know what a flow rider is. Mm, not necessarily. No. It's like a it's a big blue slide kind of thing, but it's not that tall, and it just shoots water up, and you can like surf on it. I spent every day on that. Oh, okay. Every day, and then I swam with dolphins down there. It's pretty good. Well, that's pretty cool. So I'm assuming you want to have a lifestyle that can support that traveling. Yeah. So I need some money. Yes. If you know where I can get some, please let me know. All right. I'm assuming that's why you. Kind of wanted to work for a company like SpaceX. That yeah, they pay well. That's what I've heard. Exactly. So, computer science uh, major, maybe possibly working for a gaming developing company. Possibly. Like, do you care what your computer science skills go to, or you have a preference? I'm. I mean, I think video games would be a good one just because I've played them. I guess I've already have an idea of where they come from or what they are but if it was to be anywhere i wouldn't mind okay i wanted to do spacex with aerospace engineering but i wouldn't be against doing spacex for computer science either i mean that's probably needed i'd imagine you've seen them have you seen the videos where they like land the stuff they sent up i'm mm -hmm. sure there's a lot of technology that goes into that i can they only sent imagine. up a rocket to like mars i think but when the all the boosters separated, they had them land so that they can reuse them. Because NASA used to just let them fall in the ocean. They'd be gone. You have to build new ones. That's why it's so expensive. Now you can just refuel the ones you've already built. That's pretty wild. Pretty crazy. That is... You sound passionate about a couple things, my friend. I'm not going to lie. I'm passionate about something. Like it. I'd like to research it, I guess. I got gotcha. you. Like to know what I'm talking about. No want to go in the blind, I guess. would be a good way to put it. Fair enough. Um, so, whenever you came to college and everything... Uh, you went from running on the high school team to the college team, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, were you passionate about anything whenever you were younger? Toys, I guess. Toys? Yeah. I was a big toy guy. Legos, mainly. Interesting. My parents told me there was a lot of days where they'd just be in the kitchen or the living room in our old house, and they'd just be like, oh, he's finally asleep, and they'd have their time to themselves, but then, like, five minutes later, they'd hear me in the toy room putting stuff together or banging <laughs> ships around or something like that and like oh he's up no oh, that's like, a shame sounds about right interesting so would you say you're creative at all yeah i think so if i'm if i'm in, like passionate about something I'm pretty creative one of the things i like about uh the computer science field is in the classroom and now a lot of the problems that he gives us he's like i don't care how you solve it as long as you just solve it we'll worry about condensing it to the best way to do it later so i mean i'm Pretty, I think I'm creative in solving a problem uh -huh. in that way because there's so many ways you can do something in computer science. There's a lot of stuff in that. That's interesting. I'd like to think that you're practical, but it's also different to have somebody that's fairly practical but also creative. Yeah. Those are usually I think things. Those are important a person by far. That is interesting. Whenever I think of that, I don't want to say they're oxymorons or like they don't go together, but it's, I think it's rare. I think it's. One thing, I think that I'd take, like, a practical solution, but it's just, like, creative. Like, it's maybe not something a lot of people think of, but when you see it, you're like, oh, wow, that was, like, standing right in front of me. I don't know how I didn't see that. Mm -hmm. Maybe something like that, perhaps? Probably. That's probably a better way to think about that. Yeah. Like, in uh, computer science, some people, because I didn't take any computer science in high school, because, like I said, I didn't know what I wanted to do. But, I mean, some people didn't know, like, some of the specific commands or stuff you can do or prompts you can put in the computer and make it run easier and they get it done like four or five lines but i'm putting like 50 lines of code in but it does the same thing it's just different i mean that's one way to think about it i gotcha so i guess by technicality computer science falls under like the college of liberal arts and sciences here at uis yeah like did you never really have an interest in having a liberal arts degree no not really i got you you're too practical for yeah that? i think i'm too practical fair enough so whenever you came to college uh, you're continuing to run. You like the freedom. Is there anything else that you like about college, you think? I don't know. I feel like everybody's just more connected. You think so? Yeah. In high school, I think, this might have been the same for Carbondale, I don't know, so feel free to chime in, but it's like a lot of people didn't really care about the school at all. Like some people, you have the people who are there just like do a bunch of drugs and not care and fail their classes, 
and just do stuff and they're just there but i think everyone here is actually trying to better their education i don't talk to anybody on campus who's just like oh i can't wait till i'm done with college and i just get out of it and i just want to be done with it it's like i think everybody's here i mean i'm in i want to enjoy my time here because mm-hmm. it's only it's your four years i think the thought that we all have a set amount of time on earth and then we all have a set amount of time at a certain age and with certain people is finally like dawning on me yeah feeling that way i mean i was i think it was in a shower probably is when it dawned on me because shower thoughts are the best but i was like you know i'm 18 now it's like how many more years before i'm too old to hang out with friends or do something like that or how long till i'm unable to run now it's like you got to take the best of it something happens that you don't like well you should change that immediately because you don't know how much longer you're gonna have to change it before it's set for you if you get a if you get a bad connotation like if somebody puts it out a rumor let's say and it like makes you look bad like you shouldn't just sit there and just let that rumor persist and people think of you that way you should change it because you don't know how long you have until you can't change it that man that is interesting yeah think about things like that you know i gotcha you, as soon as i don't remember where i saw it. i saw a quote somewhere but it's like as soon as you realize that the ultimate goal for every single human being is death it makes life a lot easier like, we're all going to die. So, like, go out there and do something. Don't just be another statistic. That's pretty wild. Change something, you know? So, is that why you think you're so passionate about certain things? Is cause I you... so. I, yeah, I think so. I'd like to change. I'd like to do something. I'd like to be remembered somehow. I mean, you, Leave think, a of these, you think of the history of every person that's ever existed. And we have celebrities. And we're like, oh, my God, there's so many famous people. Like, there's no way I could do anything that would put me up there with those famous people. It's like, you don't think about how many other people there are out there that thought the same as you and you don't know who they are like you gotta be different you never know what you could do to make better you think the guy who went on shark tank with the scrub daddy was sitting there thinking oh this is never gonna work he's like no i got a great product i'm gonna change my name i'm walking around, i see people in the townhouses with scrub daddies i'm like those things are everywhere it's a great idea don't think your ideas are stupid come up with an idea and think it's the best damn idea out there there is and then go and preach it like it is do whatever you got to do that's pretty there. cool make your own scrub daddy I like the way you think, Adam. I, I do respect that. I appreciate that. That is... Not too many people can say they have that mindset that you do. I will say that. A lot of people just kind of float around in life and they say what happens, happens. Yeah, and I don't. Something... I think everybody gets the idea... I don't know where it's from. If it's just from society, religion, whatever it's going to be. But if you just think that everything's going to happen for a reason, I think you're being dumb. I don't think anything happens for a reason. I think whatever happens, you should be able to change, and I think everyone has the ability to change it. People just think, oh, it happened. I can't change it, so that's why they don't. you got to realize anything can happen, you can change. Interesting. So there's a couple things that we're going to come back over and talk about really quick. <laughs> All right. I think we went pretty far, so the first thing I want to ask you is what do you think about religion? Like, are you religious at all? Oh, no. All right. Not. Would you say you're agnostic or an atheist? Or neither. Here's my thing on religion. Here we go. I don't want to be. I don't want to tear it apart. <laughs> if you want to follow something and you believe in something, that is fine by me. I don't know if there's God up there. I don't know if there's like 50 gods, like some other religions preach or whatever. I think there's definitely a higher power. I don't know what that is. It could be God of some sort. It could be who knows, aliens. Not to go crazy, but <laughs> I don't think that we're the biggest, most important thing out there. But I don't know what is. And I don't know if in our lifetime we'll ever figure that out. I don't know if in 100 lifetimes we'll ever figure that out. I'm sure eventually someone's got to figure it out. But I don't think we have the answer. And I don't think anywhere on the the earth has an answer right now. At all. Interesting. Okay. So, like, I'm assuming from your perspective, everything that has happened is through free will. Like, people should go out there and do what they want and try their best. So do you think, you said you don't think anything happens for a reason? No. And I think things happen randomly. And how you take that event that's happened and how you see it and then how you go about reacting to it. So whether you like it and you let it persist or you go about changing it, I think that defines who you are. And that kind of shows your beliefs in that way. I gotcha. So it shows like your moral character. Yeah, or I think how- that's how you can see your moral character. Okay. I don't think you should be defined by what you believe. I think you should be defined by what you do. That's pretty reasonable. I will say, I don't think we differ a lot on the whole premise of how we see things. I will think, I think sometimes things happen for a reason. Yeah. But it's more or less how you overcome them and how you deal with them. I think some things happen for a reason because of other things you've done. I don't think it's like how some people say everything is going to happen has already been determined and it's going to stick to that. I agree with I what you I think if you saying. do something in your past 
could affect you in the future, but it wasn't because that was always set that way. I think it was because what you did set you on that path. Mm -hmm. And then it's your choice to either stay on that path or change that path. That's pretty reasonable. I will say I think it's best, and I think you'll agree with me, is that you always try your best in whatever you do, whatever situation oh, yeah. you're in. If you're not trying your best on what you're doing, then stop. Like, yeah. why are you half-assing it? You're wasting your own time. You're wasting whoever you're doing it with. That goes back to the thing I said about people in high school that weren't really trying. Why are you there? Like, right. maybe your parents want you to go there, but if you're really not passionate about it, then just tell them and say, like, this isn't what I want to do and go out there. I mean, there are dropouts that succeeded. It's people who've done a lot less than high school that have succeeded. So if you want to put your mind to something else, go do that. Mm -hmm. Don't stick around and waste your time, the teacher's time, your parents' time, your parents' money, state money. Just go do something else. Yeah. Figure out what you got to do. Earlier you figure out what you want to do, it'd be easier. I think if a lot of people thought that way, and even if they tried to do something like that and they didn't achieve it, they at least have a better understanding of why they were put in certain situations in the first place. I think so. So, like, say that dropout. It's like, oh, life's really hard if I don't do these X amount of things first. Yeah. They would have a better appreciation of what they need to do rather than just they think. Yeah. I don't get – I don't know why some people just have that affinity of thinking – school is dumb i shouldn't learn anything yeah like obviously college isn't for everybody i oh, think yeah. we both I agree think with that's that. what i think that's why college is good in a way that you really don't have to go mm -hmm. like if if you go through high school and you at least tried in high school and you went through it all and you gave it your best but again you're like it's just not i can't see myself doing another four years of that then i can understand if you want to just go straight into the job force or if you want to go to the military because that's where you want to be or if you, mm -hmm. family farm or family business, whatever it's going to be. But if you don't even like give it an effort to try and like figure out and you can't say like, oh, but I went through junior high and I went through <laughs> elementary school. It's like, I don't even think you are at the age to make a decision if that's what you really want to do that early on. Mm -hmm. Like every single kid you talk to in kindergarten or first grade is like, oh, I hate school. I want to be home playing with my dolls and my trucks. And it's like, if you're saying that, you have the choice to make if you should stay in it or not. You got to give mm -hmm. it some time. You can't do something once and just be like, oh, I hate it. Yeah. Horrible. Like, uh, I know people who've got one bad teacher and a subject, and like, subject's not for me. So if you don't want to give another try, mm -hmm. you should at least try something a couple times before you make an immediate decision that's not for me. Okay. I'm going to say something, and I think you might agree with it. I think I've noticed... I don't know if it's a correlation or a causation, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think you're a big fan of perseverance. I think running, and especially from what it sounds like, your personal experiences, that three-minute difference, uh, going through different stages of being able to run and all that jazz, you're all about trying your best in improvement. I yeah. think... I don't want to say all runners because there's people that are lazy, stuff like that. But I think... I don't know if it's been something that's ingrained in you, you were born with it, or something like that. But I do, what I'm perceiving right now is you're all about improvement, perseverance, trying your best, and trying to do better. Yeah. I think running is a good sport for that. Because no one's going to go wake you up tomorrow. It's like, go run. You no. either do My it or... Is, well, I said that. Exactly. You either do it or you don't. Yeah. And I think that kind of gives way to your type of personality. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I think running is a big way, or a big, the biggest way you can see that is because, like, let's say you're on a football team, you could be the best quarterback in the world, but just because you got nobody to throw to doesn't mean you're going to win. You got to have a lot of people around you that are also as motivated as you to go out there and do their best. But running more track than it is cross country, I mean, you're on your own out there. Uh -huh. You get into a race. You can be in a race where you got some teammates and you can all be pushing each other, but you get in a race where you're by yourself. I mean, no, nobody from Bellarmine's going to be pulling a UIS kid along to try and finish the race. No one from Drury's going to be helping all these William Jewell kids behind them try and get them out there. It's like you're on your own at that point. You got to work hard. You got to know what you're going to do on your own. Mm -hmm. I guess. I respect that. And I don't think enough people. I don't want to make generalizations or anything, but a lot of people don't know how to persevere or they don't yeah. like adversity. And I think that's why a lot of people give up. It's because a woe is me attitude. Yeah. Like, something happens, like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is how I am now. I'm done with this. Like, you get injured. I think when I started uh, with my injury, I kind of gave up. Really? I really did. But I think my coaches and, like, realizing where I'm at was like, yeah, I should probably start working harder. 
even though I'm injured, get on the bike, go swim, stretch, roll out, do whatever I can to be better. Because you're already behind. This is something both my coaches have been drilling into me this whole year. You're injured. You're behind. you got to get out there and do some extra work. Like, you're not going to come back and be at the same spot they were. And I know I wasn't. I came back. I was running a mile a day. I felt winded. I couldn't even keep up. It's like, you got to keep working over time. I was able, especially the second time I was injured, I definitely put in a lot more work because I saw how bad I was, how unprepared, I guess I'd say, I was after the first injury. Uh -huh. I was like, I don't want to be there again. I want to be ready to come back. And I came back, and I definitely took it easier. Because last time I think I went a little too hard and got injured again. But took it slower, and I think I just... You know, worked harder while I was injured, so I was ready to come back. I was ready to finally show up, I guess I'd say. So do you think you, like, learned how to be a little bit more patient? Uh, I don't know if it's patience. I think it's just not wasting time, maybe. I think if some people see an injury, like, oh, it's time off. But I think you should really see an injury. It's like, it's, I have even less time off. Mm -hmm. I have to prepare more. I think uh, one of my coaches, college coaches, because we have two. I don't know if you know. Okay. We have two. One of them is, like... If uh, he said, you know, if these people are here running an hour and you're injured, you should be biking two hours. You should be getting better. Because biking isn't running, but it'll help you with your cardio. He's like, you don't have to do it all at once. You do an hour now while they're out, and then, you know, you come back later and do an hour when you rest a little bit or you feel better. You should be doing it, you know, whatever you can. I think that's important. Always improving. Always improving. Always working. I don't think enough people do that. Yeah. I think they finish their job and they're like, oh, just wait till tomorrow. It's like, no, there's never an off day. You always got to work. Dang, that's a hardcore mentality. So I guess the b thing that I'm going to ask you next is, like, do you have free time? Do you ever take, like, obviously you take breaks. Time. but I'm going to have free time in a week when I get spring break. Yeah. Because I think, so I think the majority of things right now is, like, if I'm not running and I'm not, biking or working to improve my run in some way i think it's mainly homework right now yeah and if it's not homework i'm just so tired i take a nap like that's my free time right now is naps yeah yeah if i had to guess i haven't played a lot of video games or watched tv or movies or anything like that didn't happen okay trying to get some trying to get some sleep back in <laughs> so do you think any of that's detrimental to you considering that you're going so hard napping or like what do you mean by that just like from what it sounds like, you're always doing something that's not, like, obviously improving. Yeah. Learning, all that is for you, technically. But, like, enjoyment-wise, are you getting enjoyment out of life right now? Yes, yeah, I'd say I'm enjoying life right now. I'd say it's pretty easy. I go to class, and I see people that I like, and I enjoy most of my classes, if not all of my classes. Maybe they're just teaching something I didn't like that day, or they're talking about it, and it's like, oh, this kind of sucks, but what are you going to do? It's another class. Then you just get through it and enjoy it. You gotta live life to the fullest. Like I said, you don't know how much time you got left. That's true. That's impressive. Do you think you're lucky to be going to college? Do you feel lucky, or do you feel like you work for lucky. all this? I feel like it was. I've had a lot of help along the way because I've I'm on scholarships. My parents are helping out with pretty much all the pain for it. So I feel like in that way it would help. But if you don't have help getting to college, like if you're not on scholarships or if your parents weren't as financially stable and they couldn't help, I think you should still try and make an effort. Like, if college isn't your thing, maybe community college is your thing. Go there a couple of years, see if you can get a job, pay for full college. Mm -hmm. Always try and move up, I guess. Always on the grind. Always on the grind. That student-athlete grind. I was, I'm, we're kind of notice, we're noticing a pattern here, I'm not going to lie, Adam. But I mean, I like to work hard. And if I'm with people who don't work hard, I'm just like, why? Why are you here? Yeah. Yeah. You don't like lazy people? No. I see. That's reasonable. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's why I don't like, I don't like group work. Yeah, group I agree. Work is so bad. And especially when you don't get to pick your own group. If you get thrown with the people who are lazy, like with an injury, you're already in the hole. Because now instead of a group of four, you got a group of three. And you have to do the same amount of work, but you know one of you isn't going to do their part. So now you have to split work that's made for four people amongst three people. And someone doesn't like that, so now you're down to two people. Now you have to split four people, the work of four people into two. It just gets smaller and smaller. And if you're the only person who's left because you didn't care how much work you had to do, you just want to get the good grade and you do whatever you do to get it. Now you got four work amongst one person. You got to do all of it. That's just be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think group work. I don't know if they try to force that on us because they're all about that team aspect. Yeah. But it always feels like a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. It's, that and public speaking. I hate public speaking. 
Interesting. You were doing pretty good talking on a microphone, I will say that. Because I don't have to look at the people who are looking at me, I guess. I got you. What do you dislike about public speaking? I don't know. Just getting in from, up in front of a room of people, I just don't like it. Maybe, I don't know, when I was giving my speech and communication, I was fine. Because it was just like, I know half of the people don't care what I'm about to say. <laughs> half of them are asleep. It's like, they don't care. So I'm just like, whatever. I'm going to go up here and give this speech about running that I worked hard on. And hopefully my teacher will notice I did hard. I worked hard on it and they'll give me a good grade. Yeah. I'll go sit down. Just wait for everybody else to give their speech. Fair enough. But I feel like if you were in a... I don't know. I think it's hard. I get nervous when I do public speaking. But I think I'm starting to realize that like it's either A, people don't care about what you're going to say. So you can literally say anything and it'll be they won't care. Mm-hmm. And they won't remember it. Or B, they're so focused on what you're going to say. They're just there for you. And it, like it doesn't even matter what you say. They're just there to be there and like try and learn something. So you can say whatever you want. So in either way, you could pretty much do whatever you want and you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good way to look at it. Uh, I will say I used to have a hard time with public speaking. I got a little bit better over time, but it used to eat my ass a lot. But I do agree, especially whenever it has something to do with, like, schoolwork, people. Yeah. Like, nine out of ten times, they're not there. They're just out in outer space. Yeah. But uh, I think the concept of having a class like that is always interesting. Yeah. And also, I don't know what you think about, like, discussion-based classes here at UIS, but they're not my cup of tea. No, they're really not. Uh, my Who and My class was more of a discussion class last semester. I liked that class a lot, but, like... Yeah. Who was your professor? Something... Oh, Hank Nicholson, I think was his name. I think he's actually a communications professor here, isn't he? He is, too. Our, we were really based on, like, language and communication, stuff like that, but it was pretty interesting. I learned a lot. I got gotcha. you. about myself, as well as just, like, the world that we're in, society-wise. That's reasonable. Do you think... You don't have a minor or anything, do you? Do you have any interest in any other subjects other computer science that you might want to explore a little bit? I don't know. I was thinking about minors, but I don't know. Like, I was pretty dead set on computer science, so maybe, like, information securities, but then that's also, like, in the computer science area. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I got two more years, or not even, I got one year figured out. Because junior year, you have to declare, don't you, for major and minor? Probably. I know, I got a couple years. I might go five years here. Who knows? Really? I redshirted cross country because of my injury, so I have another year of eligibility. So I could come back and run. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Would you be willing to? I don't know. I'd have to see where I am in my life. You know, that's three years down the line. I don't know what I'm going to be doing, what I want to do, mm-hmm. where I'll be at. So I'll have to see. Like, you might even wind up wanting to go to a different university. You never know. That's true. You never know. Hope not. Yeah. I'd hope you stay here. Friends here. Oh. So I'd like to stay, but. You never know what happens. Do you like the smaller campus, do you think? I think it's nice. I think, uh, I mean, I know everybody pretty much. Like, even if you're on another sports team, I pretty much know who everyone is. I can see someone be like, oh, yeah, they're on the tennis team. They're on the golf team. I know who that is. But then there are just other people who are just like, they don't do sports, so I don't really know them. But I think smaller campus is better to, like, bring us together as a community. I think it's okay. I mean, I visited the big U of I campus. There's, what, 60,000 people there? Something ridiculous. It's like a city. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know if I could go to something like that. Why is that, you think? I think it relates back to, like, just being another statistic. You don't like the idea of that? Makes you feel any better. Unless you're excelling in, like, one area. Like, if you were going to U of I, Champaign, and you, like, set a record in, like, a sport or just, like, the highest grade in something, then you'd be more than a statistic. But I think on a smaller campus, it's so easy to see the individuals. It doesn't even matter if you're the best in something because you're there. Mm -hmm. You're just helping out. I, I, I relate to that, actually. I remember I, like the colleges that I went at, got admitted to, were, I'd say all were bigger than UIS, but I figured if I went to UIS, it'd be easier for me to make connections. Not necessarily stand out, but have a better experience and have more people that can help me. And I think, if anything, your experience is probably similar to mine then. Yeah. Where'd you apply? I watch you obviously, uh, U of I Champagne, SIUC, and uh, the Dirty Dale. And I'm trying to think. I feel like there's one more, but I got admitted into all of them except for Wash U, sadly. Big Sadio. But, uh, Wash U Orthopedics, though. Pretty good. Yeah. Did you have to go there for any of your injuries ever? Yeah, fracture. I saw. I tore my ACL when I was younger. I went there as well. That's pretty hardcore. Football player. Big football guy. You played football? I did. I played peewee football. (laughs) Peewee football? Yeah, it was the the local team. It was the Waterloo Rampage. Interesting. 
quarterback for his game for ACL. Helmet in the inside of the knee. Yikes. They said, run the pass play. And the thing was, in the pass play, if, you, if no one was open, you, still, you yell go, and then one of my guys would block for me, and I could just run the ball. And I was playing down because I was, I was tiny back then. If I played up, I would have been killed. So I played down. I was the fastest one. Obviously, I was two years older than everybody else on the team. Uh-huh. So I was I got the ball back, and I was looking, and I couldn't see anybody over the helmets. So I was like, I'm not throwing this ball. I said, we're not throwing this, Chief. I said, go. I took off. Nobody came to block for me. I'm running like, where is everybody? Five-yard line. Here comes a helmet. Bang, inside the knee. I was out. Yikes. Oh, what a time. I don't know why they made... Even though I was two years older, I was like the shortest kid on the team. Like, yeah, you're going to throw the ball. I was like, I can't see anything. There was dust everywhere because we're playing on a ratty old dirt field. Uh, Everybody's kicking up dust, and I can't see what's going on. I'm running this. It's like audible real quick, and then I tore my ACL. (laughs) That blows. If you tear your 